0: Uh, Brent Costello, I'm surprised he wants to talk to us after what's happened between WA and Tassie over the last couple of weeks. I guess he's still got the saving grace that it has been the Jack Jumpers over recent times. He's a good man, Brent Costello. He's very gracious in defeat. Good morning, Brent.
1: I'm only talking to you because of my contract, boys. If I didn't oh, okay. have that in place, I wouldn't be on the phone.
0: <laughs> well, last year you had the last laugh, didn't you? I mean, you won all the games, WA Tasmania. It was 4-4 four and four. this year, 3-3 three and three our way. Pretty tough old week for your boys over here. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I would was- Pretty confident coming over, too. They were really disappointed with that loss at Blundstone Arena the week before. And you know, speaking to Bo Webster, before they got in the plane, they were pretty keen to make amends. And unfortunately, didn't turn anything out like that at all. So very disappointing back half of the season for the Tigers in the one-day format and the Shield format.
2: Yeah, that game down at Blundstone, I think the, uh, that sort of blew them out because we watched them over the weekend and or leading into the weekend. And they just... I don't know, there was just that little buzz that just wasn't there and I thought they were sort of um, nodding to the fact that they were going to really struggle here in WA. So that that was disappointing, I reckon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, one game left to go and obviously can't make the final now, of course, but um, I want to go out on a, a winning note. You'd think Um might be a completely dif- different-looking team next year too from what we're hearing. Now, it could be a lot of uh, people over the off-season with some players... Um, uh, leaving the Tigers set up potentially So uh might be the last time they play together As, as a unit as we know
0: it So what is the, what is the general vibe With Tasmanian cricket right now Because to me, and, and something that Wayne and I both mentioned It felt like they sort of went through the motions In this Shield game, Brent Is there a bit of upheaval behind the scenes? Is there talk of player movement?
1: It, there absolutely is There's talk of, of Ben McDermott potentially going back to, to Queensland uh, Obviously Peter Siddles Has been in the news as we spoke about, about Potentially going back to Victoria um, there's rumours about Nathan Ellis and whether he you know, gets a contract or he goes to the T20 circuit, I think. And um, Matthew Wade, of course, who probably won't get a contract, he'll definitely stick to the T20 circuit, perhaps. So, um, yeah, there's a bit going on, that's for sure. And um, just lucky our girls had a good season, I think, to take a, a little bit of the heat off the boys.
2: All right, well, the basketball, the jack jumpers, We'll just get on to them, because you love talking about them. Uh, the fallout, I suppose now, the thing now is to try and... Uh, shore up all the players you've got and try and get people, to contracts signed. Is that sort of in process?
1: Yes, yeah, it absolutely is, Wayne, and they're, they're going through that as we speak. They've had their exit meetings and discussing what the list management looks like. Obviously, the free agency period doesn't open until the end of the month, so there's a bit of a, a waiting period now while we wait for the the, uh, the Grand Final Series to conclude, but um, Milton Doyle's already been offered a, a new contract for next season. He, of course, is our star import, made the All-NBL first team, and uh, just had a, a brilliant campaign um, so he's been offered something we're not sure what it is obviously but he's assessing that as we speak and I hope to know more about that in the next week or two um, because of that though they haven't offered new deals yet to, to Josh Maget or Rashad Kelly our other two American imports they're going to wait and see what the domestic setup looks like first before they go down that path um, so that, that's interesting obviously Wormick we'll Dow White from the breakers has been Rumoured and linked with the Jack Jumpers, but he's been linked with a lot of teams around the country as well. So we could take that with a grain of salt, probably. Um, be a great addition, there's no doubt about that. But um, and a bit of a holding pattern at the moment, I suppose it's fair to say. Or we, uh, or we wait the, the Grand Final uh, series to finish, and then we'll, we'll, we'll no doubt see some player movement. Uh, Tanner Krebs, another one that's out of contract, they're a free agent uh, with the Brisbane Bullets, who is Tasmanian born and bred. So it'd be great to get. the Tasmanian on the Jack Jumpers list, and, and Scott Ross. Uh, did say the other day it's one that's been on their list for some time um, in, the, in their thoughts. So um going would be a great move to get Tanner down
0: here. Now, Brent, um, a lot of talk about Glenorchy Football Club in the Tasmanian State League. And I, I do see that Tim Woodham has resigned as president after only a short time in the role. Now, Slim of Tassie uh, resides in your beautiful part of the world, a regular listener to this show. And he sent in a text that he'd like you to, to answer a question. He says, can you ask Brent with the last... Of the half-decent footballers in 150-gamer Ben Kamarik leaving Glenorchy to play for SFL Club Brighton, a new president, Tim Woodham, completely disillusioned with the board's inability to work together, thus vacating the position after a month, can he see Glenorchy lasting the season? And do you think the irrational setup and thinking of the TSL will adopt a 20-goal humanitarian rule to allow mum and dad supporters to go home early? Best wishes, Slim from Tassie, the sad state of Tassie football.
1: Yeah, so I've got real concerns about the Norkey fellas. Absolutely, um, you know they got. I think they have got around the mid thirties on the track at the moment, which just doesn't seem enough for me. They've only got one team, but uh, it's a bit of a worry you know, when you start getting smacked by twenty goals potentially, if not more, during the season. It's not going to be fun for the players to be out there, and whether they drop off and and not want to play as the as the season goes on. I'd, I'd, yeah, I I'd do have grave concerns for them. Um, and, you know, as you say, Tim Woodham was in the role for, for a month only and uh, and he couldn't work with the board, it seems, the other people behind the scenes. So they're in a real, real situation at the moment. Uh, they are officially in the competition for this year. The roster has come out and, uh, and, they're, and they're there. But, um, yeah, what it looks like moving forward is a, a real concern, I reckon.
2: Uh, last week when you spoke to the, the Pro League Hockey was in town, um, how did we see that? With How well was that supported?
1: Yeah, really well. Alone. They were pretty happy. Hockey Tasmania when I caught up with them yesterday. I think they had between fifteen hundred and two thousand in the in the centre for, for, the, for the Australian games. Um, probably didn't have the, the campaigns they would have liked. Um, the Australian teams were down here, but uh, yeah, certainly well supported. And um, and the story moving forward here is with hockey is that they need to really uh, reinvigorate the Tasmanian Hockey Centre, which is our our best facility in the state. It was considered probably the best. Uh, facility, facility in the country about 15 years ago when we had the, the redevelopment there. But um, since then, other centres across the country have have gone past it, it's sort of been left behind a little bit. So they're seeking some some federal government funding um, to try and improve that and make sure we keep international hockey here in Tasmania.
0: Brent Costello's with us, Wynn TV Hobart Sports Reporter. Plenty happening at this stage of the year in the Apple Isle. There was some very sad news last week. Uh, Brent, a, a well-known identity to Australian rules football in Tasmania... Uh, Lance Spalding passed away I've seen plenty of tributes uh, come his way over the last week
1: Yeah Guys, this one um, A really well known figure here, Lance And he had been a part of all the footy ecosystem here really From from, um, amateur clubs through to the elite pathway To to TFL footy back in the day So um, yeah, he's, he's put his stamp on so many careers People like Jeremy Howe and and, and and you know guys that have come through the system that now in the AFL. So, uh, yeah, real shock that we lost no, such a young age to sixty two, way too young, and uh, he, he very sorely missed.
0: We know that there's a push for an AFL team in in Tassie, and that's sort of the big story away from the summer sports. Um, oh,
2: we caught that. Well, no what's that? <laughs> I've been, I've
0: been caught that. Now. No, no, that's that's just been slipping <laughs> under the radar. Uh, but what about the interest in the AFL season coming up as as uh, North Melbourne and Hawthorne again prepare to play games in the state? Yeah, look, it um, hasn't been a huge
1: buzz. It's fair to say, probably. Um, yeah, North Melbourne, of course, they're in Hobart. Hawthorne in Launceston, the I think Hawthorne's done a lot better in attaching themselves to the community up there, whereas North maybe not such a good job here in Hobart. Um, so, yeah, look, I wouldn't say there's a huge buzz for, for those guys. I think now we've seen what we can have with the Jack Jumpers um, and, you know, with the possibility of our own AFL team on the horizon. I just don't know if the interest is there to go and watch these other Victorian clubs play unless they're playing your team. Like if it's Hawthorne versus, it's not going to be, with Essendon or you know one of the big clubs like that um i just don't know what the care factor is to be honest um when we know we can have our own team and support our own players etc a lot like we've done with the basketball so that's that's my view on it might might be speaking for everyone but that's that's what i sort of feel like at the moment
2: um one from left field i mean i i love watching Telly and i've been watching a lot of the turf life-saving state championships and all that in new south wales and and we've got beautiful beaches and that here what's it like in tassie how strong is surf life-saving over there because it'd be bloody freezing in the water
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's an interesting one um and it's funny you mentioned that Wayne, because matt Beverlacla is from tasmania and he recently won the nature Great iron man series um he's a star he's won it twice now and he speaks about you know growing up in tassie and going to clifton beach of a on those really, really icy cold mornings and you know having to do the hard yards that way. So, yeah, look, it is popular. Clifton Beach, Carlton Beach, these sorts of places, definitely a few in the north as well. Um, the numbers are there, that's for sure. They have um, championships and things like that, but um, I guess if you compare it to, to the mainland, Queensland, New South Wales, I'm not sure what you guys are like over there, but uh, the numbers wouldn't be as strong as those particular places. But uh, it's certainly got a following, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, nice to hear. Even in Tassie, it's, it's got a strong following as well. Brent, nice to chat to you this morning and uh, better luck to your Tigers. Hopefully they can do us a favour and knock off Queensland next week. A season on a high. Thanks for the chat.
1: Talk to you
0: soon. Brent Costello joining us. So Win TV, Hobart Sports Reporter and, yeah, perhaps a bit of movement afoot, it sounds like, at Tasmania uh, with a number of players perhaps weighing up their futures elsewhere. Well, we'll